Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big, juicy investment. Mmm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at fidelity.com slash baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC. You guys know Sierra got married last year. It's a lot of work. Oh boy, was it. It's a lot to do. And one thing that really helped her figure out what to do first, where to access certain resources, how to get people to know where they were supposed to go for a wedding. Zola. With Zola, you can discover venues and find vendors easily. You can message and book vendors right on their website. And truly, when I say that that was the first part that we had to do and also one of the most intimidating and hardest, it's so nice to just have them all listed right there and be able to talk to them right there and then. They also have free planning tools, which is really helpful because you don't know what you don't know. And if when you go to Zola, you have a guest list manager, wedding website templates, a budgeting tool because dang, can a wedding get out of hand real quick? Mm-hmm. It could all eliminate so much stress and you'll save so much time all because it's like a one-stop shop. That's so true. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake. Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and actually enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. Hey guys, I'm Jerry. I'm Sierra. We're ladies, and we tangent. What's up, everyone? Hello. <laughs> um, welcome back. <laughs> I was gonna say to our channel. Welcome back to our channel. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't. I feel like here's the thing. Be careful. That's so fucking hot. <laughs> I just burnt. Guys, we got mugs. You remember the dildo out thing? A listener made us mugs. It was my sister. But a listener, nonetheless. It works. And yeah. we love them. It says, when in doubt, dildo it out. And all of you who, like, wanted to... <laughs> Everyone who wanted to, like, make stuff and send it to us. We have a P.O. Box We now. now have a P.O. Box. So if you want it... Inbox us. Yeah. We get back to people very quickly. Or we try. We, we really do. We try. We both have children and... Other things. Yeah. All the uh, well, time. We would rather be responding to you. Truly. <laughs> so um, sometimes I do that instead of the other things that I should be doing. Mm. It's not that hot. Oh, my. You did make me boil it. Yeah, mine burnt the shit. <laughs> I originally was just like, so I just put it in the microwave. And she's like, mm mm. We boil. Also, I just have a tea bag in here. So if I, we have UK, did I tell you? We, I can see our demographics. We have people in Denmark. We have people in Sweden. We have people in the United Kingdom. What? We have people in Ireland. If you're any of those people, hi. Hi. Welcome. Yeah. I know we also have Canadian listeners. We got a message from Brazil. That was so cool. Hey, guys. Yeah. Really, really cool. What a big sleepover we're having. I know. International sleepover. Wow. Really fun. Um. So, yeah. 
if you're in the UK and you're judging how I'm drinking tea is just like putting a bag in some water. We like don't know what way. we're doing. <laughs> I mean, we like it this way. <laughs> I do like it this way. I just like hot water that tastes like leaves. <laughs> yeah. No, that's all tea is, right? Yeah. Right? <laughs> I think it is. I mean, really, coffee is just hot bean water, so... And tea is just hot potpourri. <laughs> hot potpourri. Is it not? And no, it actually, that's what... TM. It, yeah, please. Somebody explain tea to us. <laughs> TM means trademark. Oh, I thought you said DM me. <laughs> I was oh. like, DM us. Oh, yeah. Might be, might be, might be. It's a far distance on I the know. couch. Okay. Um, so this week... We're talking about emotional intelligence. Mm -hmm. So if you go back a couple episodes, we were talking about counterproductive habits of mind. We were talking about judgments judgments and how we have all these preconceived notions and these uh, um, implicit biases and assumptions that we make and how we, it's our job to kind of challenge those things. And it got me thinking, I watched another video by that same YouTuber, Khadija Mbawe. Okay. I think is how I watched um, another video. T Noir is another YouTuber. She shouted Khadija out. And I was like, okay, I'm going to say her name like she said her name. Because I I searched the comments. I searched all her old videos. I couldn't find it. Anyway. So I watched her video and she was talking about how emotional intelligence connects with judgments and the angry black woman. And if you want a more... um, first person experience or uh, I'm not a person of color obviously I'm not someone who has lived the black experience I don't know what that's like yeah. um, I can speak from my perspective as a woman who kind of understands um, not being able to have a full range of emotions because of you get labeled as a certain way oh you're right. so emotional because right. you're a woman yeah right her, but hers is like so important uh Because she talks about how these stereotypes attribute to stifling an entire group of people having a full range of emotions. Yeah, absolutely. I can see that. And the reason we wanted to talk about emotional intelligence is because we are whole people (laughs) with a lot of different emotions. And there are ways that you can kind of process your feelings and go through there's a a method we're going to talk about called the ruler method where you can like check yourself and sorry if we're just like jumping right into it but here's the thing we aren't funny all the time yeah we do like to talk about real things sometimes yeah and and the whole point of this podcast we had mentioned before is being friends and sometimes friends have real Real conversations yeah it's not all just fun sleepovers sometimes it's I'm struggling with this and I'll be honest or I can see you're struggling with this. Right. I have been struggling with regulating my emotions Uh and conveying my feelings my whole life. I have been labeled as someone who was explosive, someone who had a temper, someone who had a short fuse. And I kind of mentioned that in the judgments video, but I personally feel like when I am trying to express myself, Uh Sometimes I'm not heard yeah. because I'm saying it in a way that's too emotional. Yeah. And so I can't express my emotion because my emotions are too, too emotional. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, 
if you want, like I said, a more in-depth, um, specific experience, please go watch her video. Um, she does a lot of video essays. They're all incredible. I, like I've mentioned before, I'm obsessed with her, but she talks a lot about, um, a book actually time out. I did have a story to tell you oh, okay. before we like really get into it. Okay. Ollie peed and pooped on the potty for the first time. <gasps> what a transition. I know. Okay. That's very Sorry. I I was so excited and I was, sh- I was shaving that. <laughs> I was shaving it. I was saving it for you. I love um, that. Yeah. That's he, a very exciting moment. I know. He, you, because. Until you become a parent, you don't realize how much someone else peeing and pooping will make your whole freaking month. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I have felt pressure to do it because when he was like about two, they're like, so is he, is he interested in the potty? And I'm like, yeah, but like, no, yeah, (laughs) should he be? And because he's my first, I don't know when you're supposed to do things. And I think I heard that it takes boys longer because Noah was well after two. Well, I'm not forcing him Yeah, because in my mind, I don't think it works that well if you do. Right. I don't want him to associate negative feelings with going, with going to the bathroom. No, truly. I don't want him to hold it. I don't want yeah. him to feel weird about it. I don't want him to be embarrassed. Feel pressured to do it on command. Right. Because some people will be like, sit their kids on and be like, go now. Yeah. It's like, oh, I mm-hmm. can't go if you're staring at me. Yeah. So I waited for him to tell me. And then the other day he was just like, potty. And I was like, you want to go sit on the pot? Oh. And he's like, yeah. And so I sat him on there. And he goes, push. And then he just peed a little bit. And then he looked at us and we freaked out of because course. he had never done it before. Yep. And he started clapping for himself. Ah! And then he would just like pee a little and then stop and then clap for himself. And he kept like peeing in like spurts, but just being like, ah. yeah. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Are you still entertained? Mm-hmm. And then he pooped the next morning on the potty. Do you He's not gone since, but very exciting is when they learn to like when you clap for them they'll come in when you and Noah used to clap for me good job mommy good job and I'm like yeah <laughs> freaking crushing this right now <laughs> freaking poop so hard <laughs> honestly that was tough for me thank you for understanding and giving me a round of applause I needed that oh and deserved it I did well deserved earned <laughs> um and then I wanted to tell you today that we talk about how we lose a lot of hair <laughs> like, you should have seen my shower today it was <laughs> disgusting oh yeah so ollie is starting to say a lot more words yeah and shane and i were laying in bed after he got back from work and ollie ran out of the room and then we start hearing hair 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 and i'm like what he sprints into the room with a giant clump <laughs> of hair and throws it at shane <laughs> where did he get it i don't know I think he got into the trash. <laughs> he was so, like, here, have yeah. something. Yeah. Um, so that happened today. I would just like to tell the, the story <laughs> of Ollie. <laughs> would to tell a story of your child. Okay. That you were here for. But it's my favorite story of him. And it's when we were down here. <laughs> and he found the toilet paper. <laughs> Why don't I remember this? It just happened. <laughs> It did? Remember, he walked over and he found toilet paper and he was like, ah, whoop. Oh, yes. And he, like, mimicked wiping himself. He watches. He was so proud. He was like, ah. 
I was like, what did he do with the toilet paper? No, because he favorite. does that. I loved that. He'll t- well, it gets dangerous because sometimes I'll just hand him a wipe. Yeah. I'll clean him up and then I'll hand him a wipe because he, he likes to do it himself. Sure. And I'm like, autonomy, great. Love that for you. Go ahead. <laughs> but sometimes I also use those to wipe boogers off of his face. <laughs> so he will he'll wipe himself like, and you. <laughs> put it on his face. I got a Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, that's very funny. Toddlers are hilarious. I it's know. so gross. I know. But he's trying to be clean. I'm like, like, pink eye? <laughs> I hope not. It'll be fine. Yeah. Anyway, okay. So I, I wanted to tell you that story, but I got so excited to talk about this stuff that I forgot. No, anyway. I understand. I don't think I have anything. All week I was like, I'm going to talk about this. I'm going to talk about this. And then I forgot all of it. So yeah. eh. we, we talk anyway. <laughs> next time. Next time. Yeah. So anyway. Back to emotional intelligence. So the book that I'm going to be referencing um, is called Permission to Feel by Dr. Mark Brackett. Also, this is how I take notes. <laughs> Mine's all on my phone. Yeah. And what's funny is when we used to do the podcast, like I wouldn't care if I had notes and I didn't feel the need to make eye contact. But now I feel like I'm giving a performance or yeah. and I don't. Do you remember Stressful. in high school whenever we had to do presentations eye contact was like a part of the grade mm-hmm. and you had to look Which, up five times. Oh no, that was just an assignment I gave. <laughs> what a piece of shit I am. You did? I was just going to like, I was going to say, fuck those teachers. And it was, well, you. yeah, but my students struggle with eye contact. So I was trying to encourage them. To... That was actually why I was going to say, fuck those teachers. I was like, some people don't, can't, <laughs> but that's good. You were trying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I wanted them to build that. And so it was like, at some point, Make eye contact with me like three times while the entire time you're up there. I, I don't have, care. If I do it's... know teachers that have done that, and then they'll sit like this. Yes, and watch you at the back of the classroom, and you have to be like, mm-hmm. "Oh!" And then I get so weird. I don't break eye contact, so I'm just like, "Anyways, Eleanor Roosevelt was." <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. and then it's awkward. Yeah, because I feel like I can't blink and look away. Speaking of emotions, I was reading a book called She Persisted by uh, Chelsea Clinton. I forget who the artist was, but it's a children's book. Oh, my God. I was reading it to Ollie. That's the shirt that I'm going to get. Yeah. I still haven't gone and gotten it because Um, it's very snowy outside. Yeah. Um, But I was reading him this book, and I started to cry because I just kept thinking. (laughs) I feel so bad that I, like, not cock block. No, not that one. (laughs) Cock tease? What's it called? (laughs) What's it called? Just said he could tease. Cock tease. Cock tease. Is cock tease not a thing? No, I think it is. I avoid. I try to avoid using the word cock ever. So just cock tease. <laughs> My cousin and I, Mario Kart Erica, not me. No, it's the other one. Okay. Whenever we were joking, instead of saying, <laughs> "I'll wait," instead of saying. I'm yanking your chain. We'd say I'm just pulling your dick. Why is that funny? I'm like, are you serious? And she'd be like, I'm just pulling your dick. <laughs> oh my god, that's the best phrase I've ever heard. So if you guys say yank your chain, yeah, say pull your dick. Just say I'm just pulling your dick. <laughs> Anyway, so I'm reading a children's book, <laughs> and um, I was crying because I just because I just kept thinking, 
Here is a young man Mm -hmm. who is so invested in the stories of these women who overcame adversity, and he was clapping for them. And all I kept thinking is he's never, I hope, never going to look at women and think that they are weak, that they are less than just because they're women. Women. Because of their, and I just at that moment, I guess, kind of realized how important my role was as a mother. I literally just, how do you transition from what I just said to that? Anyway, <laughs> I'm just pulling your dick. <laughs> I just put no, they haven't. I'm just pulling your dick. I'm sorry. <sighs> Be serious. Be serious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Okay. Anyway, Dr. Mark Brackett. Okay. <laughs> so. He was also on Brene Brown's podcast. I don't know if you guys remember what or if you're to this point, if you're starting from the beginning. Um, we talked about Brene Brown. She's fantastic. When we were talking about shame and guilt. So yeah. she's awesome. Um, she has a podcast called Unlocking Us. Mark, Dr. Mark Brackett was on there as well. So he talks about um, this thing. I drew a chart for everybody. It's called a mood meter. You can look it up. Maybe I should probably just find a picture and put it in the video, (laughs) but it's called the mood meter. And essentially there's four quadrants of it. Okay. And so let me put my tea down. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Hold on. Mug facing out. Let let me pick my hot chalky up. Okay. (laughs) So the mood meter this way is pleasantless. Pleasantless? Pleasantness. Oh, I, really, I was like, wow, is that why it's blue? <laughs> no. So the bottom is pleasantness. Okay. So it's pleasantness and energy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you have like a lot of energy, but like you're not very pleasant. Oh, me all the time. You're stressed. Yeah. You're enraged. <gasps> you're angry. You're panicked. Oh my God. There's a lot more words that go in here, but I just took some of the key buzzwords. Okay. Here I know. Goes. I'm ignoring click clack. Come on. Come up here. So if you are low pleasantness, low energy, you're depressed. This is me. You're disappointed. I you're hopeless. I was, you're fatigued. This is why I have anxiety and depression. I swear yeah. to God, I'm either one of these two it's, all the time. You're just over here. It just depends on how much energy you have. Yes. If you have a lot of energy, you're panicked. If you don't have a lot of energy, you're depressed. I tell Jerry sometimes, I'm like, oh, I think I'm getting out of the depression. I feel I'm like a manic On the upswing. Yeah, I'm always on the upswing. And then I just am anxious for like a week straight. And then I'm back to being depressed. And I'm like, so that was not. So you just like live over here. I really do. Yeah. And so then on this side, uh, if you have a lot of energy and you're super pleasant, then you're thrilled, blissful, enthusiastic, focused. This, I think, is where you have like your productivity. Oh, my God. What would that be like? I know. Isn't it wild to see it like this? This yeah. is evidence-based. It's an evidence, evidence-based map of your emotions. That makes me kind of sad. Because well, I want to be there. Let me explain why I think it's a cool thing, though. Okay. So then down here, if I'm you're... in the wrong neighborhood. Low, <laughs> low energy. And then, but like, you're super pleasant. You're calm, serene, relaxed, grateful. Who is she? Never knew her. Well, think about it. Grateful sometimes. Think about it, though. If you know about this, yeah. okay, and you, you can switch your mood. Yes. So think, if you're like, I'm feeling panicked, mm-hmm. you can think, okay, that means I'm in this quadrant. That means I'm low on the pleasant scale. Let's shift I, us over. Yeah, I have a lot of energy. So that means it's I'm not lacking in sleep necessarily, yeah. or I'm not lacking in energy necessarily, but maybe I'm lacking in like 
my clothes are weird and they're not feeling great or, or there's too much sound going on. I'm overstimulated. Maybe my environment is not conducive to whatever I need to do. Maybe my to-do list is too long. So like Ugh. all you need to do is focus on the things that you can change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To get you to move to a different place. You're feeling depressed. You don't have a whole lot of energy and you're not real pleasant. Okay, what can you control? If you can't change certain things, maybe you just need to sleep. Oh, that's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> and I do feel serene when I'm asleep. <laughs> so nice. I just think that like, this isn't a cure-all. This isn't no. like, just like I know we kind of shit on essential oils that one time, but like I literally put lavender on my hands and was huffing it today. <laughs> we Didn't we do that together one time? Yeah, during the, when I... Was it imposter, imposter syndrome? Imposter syndrome. Or anxiety? It was imposter syndrome. Well, we recorded both of them the same day before you went to Mexico. I think that it was when we had to redo. Yeah, we did syndrome. both of them. Yeah. That was a lot. We did a double header because we, we had like... two beers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, we understand that together, a healthy diet, sunshine, exercise, there are things that, yeah, definitely help. But if it's a chemical imbalance, it's a chemical imbalance. Yeah, and so obviously medication. This is like if you if it's a chemical imbalance, this is not going to be a cure all. No, but I think that but it can help. Yes, and a lot of times, the more things that you can have mm -hmm. to help walk you through what you're feeling mm -hmm. to make it feel like you're in control of them and that they're not in control of you, the better. That's because my, what I say. My therapy, my therapy, <laughs> my therapist used to tell me, she's like, yeah, you can get on medicine and I think that you should. Mm -hmm. I was like, wow, rude. <laughs> but, Bethany. but then when I did, she was like, I don't, this is not going to cure you. Mm -hmm. You need to keep working because we need to, this is two things that we have to work at. It's kind of like whenever you, um, get an accident and they can put your leg in a splint, but then you also need therapy to work those muscles back out. Right, you know right. what I mean? It was like, yeah, we're going to try to fix the the things that are shooting too much or too little of something. But at the same time, your trauma is still there. Right. That's not going to go away. And so we need to work on that too, or else you're just going to keep. Right. It's a full body thing. Yeah, for sure. For so, sure. but that's, that's why we're never going to sit and tell you that, it's a one size fits all remedy for no. your mental health. And, it and can't it's, be. It's always a journey too. Like something I'm learning in therapy is one step forward, two steps back or two steps forward, one steps back. Like, or I'm going side to side. I'm doing the fucking hokey pokey. I don't even know anymore. Okay. <laughs> I told her cause she was like, after what the second mm -hmm. day of therapy, you called me and you were like, yeah. So I had like four panic attacks all day long, like after my therapy thing and whatever. I was in a two day panic attack after yes. my second therapy session. And I was like, don't give up. This is when people give up. I, I hate to tell you this, but it's going to go like this. You will have a moment where you come back up from it. And that's the moment that you have to work towards. Cause I know so many people, including myself, give up after that really hard one yeah and they're like actually this isn't working because i feel worse right and but you have to but then you also have the moment where you feel great and you feel great for a week and you want to stop because you're like i'm, I'm cured, cured. <laughs> but you're definitely not nope. because i had a week where i got back on and i started talking to my therapist I was like barbara <laughs> had a breakthrough yeah, i think I i'm healed think i'm great you did a great job you're fired thank you <laughs> Thank you and good night. Um, and then I had mm -hmm. several, several, one, actually one of the worst panic attacks I've ever had in my life. Oh, that's and terrible. she told me, she was like, you will relapse. Yeah. You will. Yeah. And it's okay. You are strong. Yep. You have the tools to deal with this. And so I think 
having that and knowing I'm able to start over yeah. almost every week. Yeah. You know how some people, um, whether you're religious or not, I know that some people will go to church weekly mm-hmm. as almost like a refresher. Yes. Like I'm cleansed of my sins. Yeah. I apologized. I, I am choosing to try my best and I know I'm not going to be perfect, but I am t- going to make a commitment right now to acknowledge what I did and try and do better. That's what therapy has kind of done for me. Yeah. It's almost like, yeah, I didn't go panic free this yeah. week, but I get to try again. Mm-hmm. And I learned a little bit more this time. That's exactly what it is too. Every time I feel like you learn a little bit more mm-hmm. and it's those moments that are going to help you heal because I don't go to therapy anymore. I'm going to <laughs> stop. Everyone who said nothing because yeah. you're all in my head. <laughs> it's just me in my head. That's like, yeah. come on, you got insurance again. You need to go. That's the other thing I want to say to you, by the way, real yeah. quick. Because I don't want to be like, go to therapy, go to therapy, go to therapy. I know that we're in the healthcare world that we have right yeah. now. That's not realistic for everybody. It's a privilege. It is a huge privilege. So I don't want us to sound like, well, just go to therapy and you'll be fine. Or just get medication. Yes. All of this stuff takes money and um, accessibility. Resources, yeah. insurance. We know. Um, I am obsessed with clothes. Oh, yeah. It's a problem for me. It's a problem for my closet. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's why I'm so excited to be sharing Newly with our audience because Newly is a way to try out trendy styles, colors, silhouettes, all different kinds of things that maybe you've been interested in, but are like going to make your bank cry. Mm-hmm. Now you can rent them for a period of time and then you just ship them back. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month, access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing. That's another beautiful thing mm-hmm. because a lot of places may not have options yeah. for everyone. And this has so much diversity, not only in the brands that they offer, but also they have fast free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in Newly's state-of-the-art laundering facility. Plus the option to buy what you love. It's fun, it's sustainable, and you can save because you get to try out a bunch of stuff that you like, or maybe you're like, I don't know, maybe I would like this. And then you get it and you're like, I I don't think that's for me, but there's no commitment to buy it unless you really do love it. And you're like, you actually can't have this back, Newly. I'm keeping it. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off of your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code tangents 20 just go to n-u-u-l-y.com that's newly with two u's and enter the code tangents 20 and sign up to get 20 dollars off your first month that's n-u-u-l-y.com newly with two u's with code tangents 20 newly subscription clothing rental change your clothes do you think seeing a therapist or psychiatrist would be helpful but you don't have the time to actually find one and meet with them or afford them? Try Talkspace. By doing everything online, Talkspace has made getting the help you want easy, accessible, and affordable. Honestly, a lot of times you make that appointment at your appointment you already have. I don't know when I'm going to schedule my breakdown. I don't know when I'm going to need to talk to somebody. And with Talkspace, it's so nice because you can send messages to your therapist so you don't have to wait for your next session. Talkspace therapists can help with any specific challenges that you might be facing. And it's the number one online therapy platform with licensed therapists in over 40 specialties, including anxiety, depression, substance abuse, relationship issues, so much more. Plus, therapy can help you find the tools to cope in difficult times and just be a guiding light. So like maybe you're not going through something really intense, but you just have like, I don't know, a work issue or 
or something going on with a friend of yours that you just need an outsider's perspective. And Talkspace is amazing for that. They also are in network with most major insurers. So check in on that. Yeah, absolutely. If you got it. Plus, as a listener of this podcast, you'll get $80 off of your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com slash tangents and enter promo code SPACE80. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash tangents and enter promo code SPACE80 to get $80 off your first month and show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash Tangents, promo code SPACE80. Ladies and Tangents is sponsored by Claritin. Luckily for those that live with symptoms of allergies, you can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. I will tell you, it's so funny because in my household, Corey recently was like, I think I'm getting a cold. I'm getting a cold. I'm getting another cold. I'm like, hey, babe, I think you have allergies. I think maybe you just need to pop one of these pills. And guess what? All of his symptoms went away. I'm like, "Mm, I don't think it's a virus. I think it's just weeds. (laughs) And I also know that whenever I go to Sierra's house, my allergies kick into place because of a certain pet. (laughs) So true. And thankfully, I'm able to enjoy all my time there. Now, just after I take a little Claritin D, clears me right up. All my (laughs) symptoms are just like, what cat? (laughs) Claritin D's fast symptom relief starts working on allergies with nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes. Get non-drowsy relief for allergy symptoms with Claritin D. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful release is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Spring vibes are in the air, and when you bring in some of the beautiful flowers that are blooming around your house... You probably want to smell them and not your litter box. Mm-hmm. Thanks to Pretty Litter, you can. Seriously, nothing beats Pretty Litter's ability to instantly trap odor. And I'm serious when I say that the, whatever magic is in those crystals, I cannot smell anytime. My cat will literally poop right next to me, and I don't realize that she did it until I hear her litter box start going. It's lightweight, low dust, and one six-pound bag works for up to a month. Pretty Litter's crystals also change color to indicate early signs of potential illnesses in your cat, like urinary tract infections, kidney issues, and so much more. Which is super helpful since cats can't talk, and that's important information to have. (laughs) So true. And if that wasn't enough, Pretty Litter ships free right to your door. I know, because whenever I go over to Sierra's, it's there. (laughs) have some seriously but it's so nice because i don't have to change it as much as normal but i still have some on deck then whenever i do need it and you won't run out and you don't have to go to the store and carry around a giant thing of litter go to prettylitter.com slash tangents to save 20 percent on your first order and get a free cat toy that's prettylitter.com slash tangents to save 20 percent on your first order and get a free cat toy prettylitter.com slash tangents terms and conditions apply see site for details What is the most important thing to you when it comes to menstrual care? Um, I would say probably not having to worry about leaking, going about Mm. my day, and not worrying about having to run to the bathroom when you feel that, oh, what's what's going on? Uh, I think I'd agree. Yeah. And that's why we're excited to tell you about Flex. 
If you want a period product that looks out for your body, your lifestyle, and the planet, you've got to try Flex. There's the Flex Disc, which is a one-time use menstrual disc that fits perfectly inside your body. It's not a cup and it's better than a tampon. It's unlike any period product you've ever seen before. One Flex Disc can be worn for up to 12 hours and it holds as much flow as three super tampons. Plus, you can wear it for mess-free period sex. Yes, my white sheets love that for me. (laughs) Flex discs also create 60% less waste compared to pads and tampons. So, they are planet-friendly. And if you want to go with zero waste and have the planet love you even more, you can pick up the Flex Cup, a reusable menstrual cup that Cosmo rated number one. The patented pull tab makes Flex the only cup on the market that removes like a tampon. It's so easy. You already know how to use it and you won't lose it. Yes, which is very important. It's also disability friendly and made with beginners in mind. So when I say like this is easier to use than tampons, I really truly believe that. Well, this beginner is grateful for that. (laughs) Yes, It's also velvety soft and completely body safe and it lasts for years. So say goodbye to cramps, put sex back on the table, and lend Mother Nature a hand. Go to flexfits.com slash tangents and use code tangents for 20% off Flex Disc starter kits. Or 10% off your first Flex Cup. Plus, you get free U.S. shipping. That's code tangents at flexflexfits.com slash tangents. Um, I do think that conversations like this with even a friend or somebody who knows you really well can be super helpful if you can't get the help that you need. But if you can, I highly, highly, highly recommend it. Yeah. But I did want to say that because I'm like, oh, I don't ever want it to come well, off. Well, like too, there are like things on TikTok or on YouTube where people... There are like therapists on there. Yeah. And they've helped me. I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. So I don't know if... if... Do your best, yeah. I guess, is the best advice we can give at this point with whatever you have access to. Yeah. But I was going to say that those therapy sessions that I have, I still remember things that, and you know, um, like homework assignments. Yeah, that's absolutely. She yeah. was like, I'm going to help you give give you the tools that you need. So when these things happen now, I've had some <laughs> bad times. Yeah. This last summer was bad. Yeah, real bad. Uh, real bad. But it was also COVID and I think the world was bad and i had hormonal things going on right. that were like up and you were and down. isolated yeah oh my god it was terrible but um i don't know i just think there were it could have been a lot worse yeah i think yeah it could have been as bad as it was four or five years ago yeah you know if you had if you had didn't have those tools exactly so yeah like we're saying this is just another tool And I have another method. So one of the things that he talks about in his book is becoming an emotion scientist. I don't know what that means. I haven't read the book, but go get the book. Go get the book. (laughs) Tell Um, us about (laughs) if you would. I don't like to read. That's why I watched a video that told me what the book said. Um, But he talks about something called the ruler method and ruler is an acronym. I feel like I've heard about that. Is that what the... um, an acronym is where each letter stands for a word, yeah? Yes. I taught English. <laughs> 10, <laughs> 11, thing. and 12. Um, okay, so it stands for recognizing, understanding, labeling, expressing, and regulating. Ooh. So recognizing, understanding, and labeling are internal methods. Yeah. So when you're having a feeling, you recognize Hey, I'm having this feeling. I'm having a feeling. Yeah. By the way, 
if you're thinking like, oh, simple, no. Not at all. <laughs> it is sometimes it takes me a moment to realize like, hey, you are being anxious right now because like we talked in our anxiety one, it masks itself as, as anger. Or sometimes I'll just be pissed off for no, I don't yeah. understand why. And I don't even realize until someone's like, hey, are you upset right now? That I'm upset. I'm just well, like, Well, we no, talked about how some emotions are secondary emotions. And so they are actually masking something else. Mm-hmm. Um, like when we talked about shame and guilt yesterday, Shane said to me like, Hey, I don't think we're on the same page. It bothered me when this happened. And my initial reaction was to be like, Oh, did it? Yep. Did it bother you? Let me tell you all the ways in which it shouldn't have bothered you because I'm always right in my mind. <laughs> And I realized the reason I had such a visceral reaction is because I was embarrassed. I was yeah. embarrassed that I, who believes to herself to be this flawless being, which I feel like made a, a mistake. A little bit of us, we all do. When we get called out for yeah. making a mistake, that is another thing. That I just talked to my boyfriend about this. I was like, I love you. You have to work on, because it's something I'm also struggling right. with, but I'm working on catching that moment and being like, okay, wait a minute. Let me back up. Was I in the wrong here? Yep. Because if you jump straight to the defense, which mm-hmm. a lot of people do, that's you're going to miss an important growth moment. It's a protect thing. Yeah. I'm protecting myself because I feel like you're going to hurt me or you're going to think I'm a bad person. And embarrassment sucks. Yes. It sucks. Yes. And it's anytime you get embarrassed, I feel like we get brought back to a time where we were embarrassed and it was like a bullying moment yep. or something that like was traumatic. Yeah. So even these small embarrassments, you feel like, no, I have to tell you that you're wrong. Right. Because I can't be wrong because I'm, that's embarrassing. Let me tell you what happened. (laughs) So I was tired (laughs) and I was feeling. My Noah's therapist says all of my, she's Noah's, but she's also mine. Gosh, I had low energy. Sorry, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, she talks all the time. She's like, when Noah, she told me like when he's having those big emotions and those big feelings, she's like. She told him, and I have to work with him, to ask yourself in your head, am I tired? When was the last time yes. I ate? Yes. Am I hungry? Yep. Is there another reason maybe why I might be feeling this big feeling? Yes. Yes. I love children psychologists because they dumb it down enough for me to be we like. We are all just chi- children in big bodies. <laughs> Literally. That's all we are. I'm like, so when I get upset, I'm like, am I hungry? Am I tired? Yes. That's why I call my anxiety attacks sometimes, not my anxiety attacks so much, but like my, like this embarrassment kind of rage that I'm going to explain, an adult tantrum. Yeah. Because that's what it is. It is. Because we call children having tantrums. Like we say tantrum as if, if it's like a silly thing, but it's not, they're still having a really big emotion. They might be tired. They might be hungry. They might be feeling out of control. Feeling about something like, oh, I took that away from them. And that's a silly thing that they're mad because I didn't let them eat a fork or whatever. Yeah. And that seems silly, but their emotions, what they're feeling is very real. Yeah. That might be their first experience with not having bodily autonomy or feeling like they can't do anything, that Mm -hmm. they don't have any control over any part of their life. That, as an adult, thinking about that makes me want to spiral. And Mm -hmm. knowing that that's just the reality for a child, of course, that's going to elicit a really big emotion, Mm -hmm. you know? So anyway. And we are taught as adults, stifle, stifle, stifle your emotions. Just Put it down, 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 down. So that a lot of times we don't have those big tantrums at the correct moment. We wait until uh, something snaps. 
smaller something and that's when we explode and that's when you can take things out on the wrong people right or right just have that that explosion happen at a not so and that's you, when people are like oh you're so emotional right now and it's well like, then you have more of a cleanup because yes. if you would have just been like oh i was really tired in that moment so for example yesterday shane wanted to show me a song i had been listening to records all day long because ollie is obsessed with playing records <laughs> right so i didn't want to listen but i was like sure show me your song and so he's playing these songs over the Bluetooth speaker and I am scrolling on my phone. He felt like I was not paying attention. Mm-hmm. He was right. <laughs> I'll be honest. He you was can't right. pay attention to a toddler 24-7. Well, no, 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 no. I, he was saying I wasn't paying attention. Oh, you're attention. talking to Shane. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't paying attention to the song he was showing oh, me. Oh, this is after the records. Yes. I got it. I'm here. And I was, I didn't notice that he turned it off. Oh. And so when he was like, I felt like you weren't listening, so I shut it off. Instead of being like, oh my God, you're right, I wasn't listening. I'm so sorry. That That's my bad. I felt like, excuse you for assuming I wasn't listening? When I wasn't listening? <laughs> yes. How fucking dare you? Yes. But I was tired. Yes. I was low energy. And then I wasn't pleasant. And so I was down here. I was fatigued. Yes. Okay. And then I got some adrenaline because he accused me. So now I'm angry and I'm yep. enraged. But then I realized, hey, silly, he's right. And so I was like, whoopsie <laughs> i'm gonna need you to come i, I was in the middle then i yeah. landed myself in the middle and i was like hey i understand that you thought that i wasn't paying attention i know when i'm excited about something and i want to show someone and they're not even making eye contact mm-hmm. or reacting it can make me feel like they don't care and i'm sorry that oh, i made I you feel that. that way yeah and that was hard i need yeah. you to know that that was not easy for me to do especially because i was already tired but at the same time, and that I needed of, to do that yeah. to own it and allow him to have that feeling because I need, I want that back from him. Yes. I want him to hear me when I'm having those feelings. Yes. So anyway. It's hard to humble yourself into being like, I was wrong. That was the hardest thing in the world for me to start doing. And again, therapy, she was like, you're not right all the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how dare you? <laughs> Right. First of all, yeah. that's offensive. You don't know me. I am right a lot. <laughs> right. <laughs> but like, to be fair, <laughs> listen. But she's like, you're never gonna grow. You will not grow. You will stay stagnant if you <clears throat> are always on the defense. If you are always the one believing that you're correct in the situation, because there's just no way. Right. We're not always right, and um, you're gonna start losing respect from people. Well, they won't give it back to you if that's the way you treat them. Here's the thing: Was I wrong because I was tired? And didn't feel like listening? No. Right. Was Shane wrong for feeling ignored? No. Right. We both can have legitimate experiences there and still be there for each other. You know what I mean? It's just you not invalidating his emotions at that time. Right. Right. So all of that to say, in that moment, I was recognizing, understanding, and labeling what I was feeling. Yeah. All before I said anything. Yeah. Because the end of it, so that's recognizing, understanding, label. The last two is expressing and regulating. And the expressing or the expression and regulation part of it is external. So that's what other people see. So I had those feelings and I had a choice. I can either express my feeling 
as rage and uh, defensiveness, uh-huh. or I can express it as understanding. And here's the thing. This is not easy to do, and nope. it's also not fair because people can put a label on something that they shouldn't. Uh-huh. It is not fair for someone else to label your emotions. And that here, I'm going to read a quote from the book. Are you good? <laughs> you got stuck in the blanket? I know. So this is a quote from the book. It says, um, so when it comes to regulation, how when, how and when we express emotions can dictate a lot. Like we, it's controlled by other people yeah. because you find yourself not being able to be a certain way around, around certain, certain people. people. So the quote is, the unwritten but widely agreed upon guidelines for how, where, when, and in whose presence we may express our feelings. These regulations are far from simple, often stem from stereotypes that are themselves damaging. Minorities report fears that emotional displays will fall um, into traps set by old stereotypes mm-hmm. and trigger backlash. Mm-hmm. So in the video, uh, in Khadija's video, she talks about um, Serena Williams. I don't know. Do you remember... Um, the whole ordeal with the ra- the tennis racket. Yes. How she slammed her racket on the ground because she was mad at the ref. Yes. If a man would have done that. Then that's just, he's upset. Right. But because she was a woman and because she was a black woman, she was aggressive. Yes. She was overreacting. Yes. She was dramatic. And all that did was invalidate a very real upsetting experience for her. Yeah. And reinforce negative stereotypes that have already been put on a specific group of people. Yep, exactly. And although you and I don't necessarily understand what it's like to be put into those tropes, to put into those stereotypes, we can understand from a female perspective. Oh, if I'm having an argument with a person and I start crying, immediately everything yes. I've said is out the window. I have to announce when I start to cry. What it's about and why? Yes. <laughs> because if not, it's like... Okay, I literally okay. okay. <laughs> now she's crying, and I'm like, no, listen. I will have to say, I'm going to cry when I say this because I'm an emotional person. Uh-huh. But what I'm saying is very real. You and- need to hear me when I say this, and don't just look at my tears. Right, and it's so frustrating because I know people will see a woman crying and already assign a label to what she's feeling or mm-hmm. what she's about to say. They've already decided that whatever comes out of her mouth is just irrational. It's going to be too, it's, it's your time of the month. Yep. Oh, must be. You're so hormonal right, right. now. Mm-hmm. Ah, yeah, it's very You're unstable. You seem unstable. And then if you try to be professional and keep a calm demeanor, then it's, um, oh, she's too, what's that word called? Stoic. Yeah. Uh, cold. Yes, she's cold. She's cold. She's cold. She's callous. She doesn't. Yeah. Like it, there is no winning there right? because right. it's, if you try to be completely professional and I'm not going to show any emotion, it's like, wow, she's a cold bitch. Yeah. But if you do show emotion, it's like, wow, she's irrational. Right. <laughs> there's, there's no winning. And what's hard is it can actually be really dangerous sometimes for women because, um, it, I mean, we're not going to bars anymore yeah. <laughs> because we have significant others and COVID, but when we were in public places and people would try and hit on us depending on, so we either can have no emotion. Yeah. And then lead you're, someone on yeah. or. Yeah. Yeah. If you are nice to them. Yep. Then you're leading them on. Mm-hmm. Then it's why were you even talking to me? Why are you being right. nice to me? I bought you a drink. You were just yeah. after my money. Yeah. 
And it's like, I didn't ask you to fucking buy me a drink. Or if you're assertive and you're like, mm, I'm, I'm okay. No, thank you. Then you're a bitch. Yep. Which I think is funny because that's when women resort to, oh, I have a boyfriend. And that is always the funniest thing that I hear because it's like men will respect if another man is involved. Yes. But won't respect you saying no. Which I was listening to the Approachable podcast and um, one of the hosts of it. I don't know. One of the girls for Sam, her husband was on it and Mm -hmm. they were talking about um, misogyny. And he was they were talking about how men will think that that situation, a guy being like, well, fuck you then. Um, and going off on a girl is an isolated incident. But the reason it's an isolated incident is because a guy is less likely to do it. If another guy is around. Yes. And that's because he knows it's wrong. Yes. And they don't want to prove that they're being an asshole in front of other guys. Cause you have to sort of impress it, but right. it, they can do it in front of a girl because the only reason he was being nice to you in the first place was to get in your pants. Right. Was to get something. Right. So the second you shut that down, I don't have to act like a nice guy in front of right. you. I don't have to get your respect. Right. Get you to like me. Now we do recognize that there are guys who can just be nice to be nice, but those aren't the guys who are going to flip the switch when you turn them down yeah. or when you set a boundary, they're going to respect that boundary. And we do acknowledge that those men exist and we love those men. And if, you are those men please start sticking up when other men are doing wrong things because i do know i do know that there are those men obviously we're with two men we love them however now Corey's friends are awesome so they're not that but like i know people (laughs) (laughs) i know people that are like i would never and they are good people Mm -hmm. but i've seen who they hang out with and i'm like well your friends do yeah so next time you see them call them out on it right I would if if I had a friend who was being totally toxic to just random people for no reason. I feel like I would say something. Right. And think and the reason that even that situation relates back to emotional intelligence is why did that guy respond that way? And hold on, wait, what I was going to say, sorry. Yeah. I was just going to say the reason why I don't want you to think, well, why can't you just say it to the guys? But the reason why is because they will take you more seriously if you tell them to stop. Yeah. Because if a woman does, they will not take us seriously. Yeah. They'll be like, oh, you're just being a bitch. Like, yeah. I guarantee if guys that are like that are watching this right now, they're like. And just like. <sighs> they just hate men. Well, we've talked before how it is not black people's or people of color's responsibility to educate other people about why they should give a shit and yep. why they should change certain things and become um anti-racist yes. and advocate not like just not it racist is, yeah it is not their job to educate it's nope. not women's job nope to tell other men or hey. to tell men in general to stop being pieces of shit yes exactly so um but what i was saying was so, yeah. no you're fine that i point out how guys act in those situations because they're embarrassed. Mm-hmm. They're feeling rejected. Yes. They're feeling angry. They're feeling hurt. They're feeling shame. And instead of owning those feelings, instead of late recognizing, understanding, and labeling them. That that's not the woman's feelings. That it, the reason why you're feeling those feelings. She didn't do anything wrong. She's allowed to say no to you. She triggered an insecurity that you have. It is your, you are responsible for your feelings. Right. And instead of owning those and being like, you know what, I'm just going to tuck my tail between my Mm -hmm. legs and just go on and try again. Right. It has to be your fault because then I'm not embarrassed anymore. Right. And so I know it sounds aggressive when we say it in that way, but we are raising young men. Yeah. (laughs) I have two boys. 
you have a son. There's a reason why we're passionate about this. Right. Because the experience that we had growing up, I don't ever want my son to be a contributing factor. Well, that's part of the problem, too, is in the same way that women are not allowed to have a full range of emotion. Yeah. Men are also not allowed to have a full range of emotion. A hundred percent. So, But in a different way. Yeah. Men, I feel, fall into two categories. You're either passionate or you're a pussy. Yeah. So you're allowed to have these big, just aggressive reactions. Mm-hmm. It's just your passion. Yeah. You're allowed to break a racket because you love the sport. You love the game. Yep. You're just into it. But if a woman does it, yeah. she's unstable. She's unhinged. She's ir- irrational, emotional, right. Right. aggressive. Or not aggressive. But, but if you cry and you're a guy. You're a pussy. Then you're a pussy. How about this? I had a weird fucking thought the other day. Which is not true, by the way. I tell 100%. my son every day it is so okay to cry because the reason why so mm. many people, especially men, I'm sorry, but you get those bottles. If you're not letting it out, this is that's what they said. If you keep those bottled in there and you are not letting them out, that's going to come out the wrong way. It's going right. to come out as anger. It's going to come out as lashing out on somebody. It's going to come out when you're drinking. It's going to come out, you know, those things. Think of a teapot. Yes. When a teapot gets too hot what happens steam steam comes out starts whistling what's the only way to stop that pour out the water take it off <laughs> i was like throw a towel over <laughs> no you take it off the heat and you pour the water out you yes this take steam, it off the heat this steam is the it has to the pressure within there has to be released one way yeah and if it if you're not in control of it it'll come out whether you want it to or not it's true so what a great analogy <laughs> But yeah, I think what I was just saying is I don't like the fact that negative stereotypes, negative Mm -hmm. tropes, negative. um... Oh, I remember what I was going to say. Please. I remember that I had a a weird thought the other day. So do you know what I noticed? Yeah, what? Is that with the rise of feminism Mm -hmm. or smashing the patriarchy or just... um, breaking down misogyny like toxic masculinity gender norms all that stuff. right we've also seen a decrease in rom-coms oh isn't that weird to think about watch some older rom-coms and you'll That's see what I'm why saying. because the gender roles and all the things there's a lot of yucky if there is a rom-com it no longer centers around the guy yeah it centers around the woman and it's more uh, a journey of empowerment Rather than... As it should. Right. Rather than trying to win some prize of a woman. Which is what a lot of them are. It's like, this right. is my prize. I need to right. have and this. It's, and it's not like following a guy and his friends who are spending so much time trying to trick a woman into like being... Talking about... There's one I can't even remember the name of, but there was so many weight like jokes and shit in it. Shallow how? No. But oh. that one is bad. Yeah. But it's got a good meaning behind it, I think. No, I haven't seen it since. Me neither. (laughs) But there was another one where it had Hugh Grant maybe in it. But the Mm -hmm. whole time they were talking, I was just like, ew, ew, stop talking about women like that. Yeah. Watching it again, just, oh my God. And then. I think challenging this stuff has really been the downfall of the modern rom-com. Good. Fuck (laughs) rom-com. I'll say it to their face. (laughs) Do you have any more on your paper? No, that was all my paper. Okay. Well, I was just going to say. That just 
hold this up for the entire. Oh no, 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 I did have more. Oh, please. Surprise ending. (laughs) Oh, wow. Did we talk about regulating? Yes. Regulator. We did? I don't know. I think so. Wasn't that the R in ruler? There's two R's in rulers. Oh. No, that was recognizing. Recognizing. So expressing and regulating is just talking about the external part of it and making sure when you express and regulate, that's when you can tell if you did a good job with the internal part. So if you didn't do a good job recognizing what your emotion is, when you express it, not going to come out well. (laughs) Wow. That's really good. Right? So if you didn't recognize, oh, I was embarrassed in that moment. Instead, you labeled it as anger. You're going to feel justified in being angry with your expression. Or, yeah. Wow. Where if you acknowledge, oh, I felt embarrassed, you're more likely to have a humble response Mm -hmm. to that in your expression. Because, again, it's not that person's fault that you felt embarrassed. Unless they're actively doing something to embarrass you. Yeah, intentionally. That's another thing that gets muddled up in a lot of people's Mm -hmm. minds is, well, you did that to me on purpose to make me look stupid. And it's like... I'm just living, man. That's yeah. how you're trying to. That sounds live. like a you problem. Yeah, that sounds like you have a complex about looking stupid. Right. And maybe you should talk to somebody. <laughs> yeah. About that. Yeah. Um, I forgot that we didn't hit that part. Um, but then there's one last part that's called. Um, there's this program that they're starting to implement into schools um, called Ooh. Cell. It's social emotional learning. Okay. And it helps lead to allyship and activism because it creates common ground with emotion, even if you haven't been able or can't walk in someone else's shoes. So I'm never going to know what it's like to be a person of color. And sure. I'm never going to know what it's like to be a man. Yeah. I'm not going to know what it's like to be an indigenous person. So like, but... There are some common grounds that all people feel embarrassment, shame, guilt, um, alienated. And so focusing on those feelings yeah. humanizes people. Makes you have empathy. Right. For sure. If you can look at someone else and be like, oh, they have been bullied before. I know what feeling bullied looks like. That yeah. I that doesn't feel good. I, I don't like that they felt that. Instead of saying, oh, well, they shouldn't have done what they did because they're a certain, I know that they're yeah, a certain kind of person or well, they came from a certain. That's never happened to me. Yeah. So couldn't be their, like, it has to be their problem. Right. Seeing them for who they are as a person and not their circumstance. Yeah. So I thought that that was really cool. And even if it's not being taught in certain schools, like being able to bring that into homes, yeah. I think is a great thing too. That's something I wanted to mention. I can't tell you how many messages we've gotten either from teenagers. Um, First of all, you are a demographic. (laughs) Yeah. If you ever come into our DMs and say, I don't know if I'm your demographic, you are. Literally every human being is our demographic. We want everyone to feel like they can see themselves sitting on this couch with us. You're all welcome here. Um, Second, we got messages from people who are like, my mom listens to you and so do I. Oh, I love and, that. Yeah, Generational. And, <laughs> yeah. And knowing that like this could be an opportunity <gasps> for discussion between Talking family members. Moment. Like I think that that's great Yeah, because really this is. is not easy stuff to talk about. No. And I know. Um, and that is a generational thing too, because I know the generations above us and even more so their parents were taught. We don't talk about feelings. Don't yeah. discuss them with us. Um, your feelings are your problem. Keep them way, way, way down. <laughs> and maybe your parents aren't yeah. like that, and that's freaking great. I'm just yeah. saying as a whole, 
generationally that's how it was for a very long time and people learn how to parent from their parents that's until we got to the world of parenting books and now youtubers and things like that um people going to psychologists a lot more you were taught to parent how you were parented so it's a cycle of if we don't talk about it then i'm not going to talk about it with you and it's important because it can lead to a lot of healing and a Mm -hmm. lot of understanding yeah and um I call it filling the space. I don't know if I've talked about that on here. So like if Sierra and I, if there's a misunderstanding and we don't speak, there's plenty of time for her to fill that space. She fills the space with the reason she believes we're not speaking and she can fill it with Jerry's mad at me. Jerry thinks I'm stupid. Jerry, um, whatever. And I now also can fill that space. And now instead of just being able to discuss whatever the problem was, the actual problem between us, we have to unpack all the other shit we put into the space because we thought of problems for what it was. And that might not even be like, I know now that we just planted seeds of insecurity in the space. Yes. Yes. We got to weed our garden. Please. <laughs> Let's weed our garden. Yeah. It's getting filthy. Honestly. <laughs> but I know whenever me and Corey fight, that's what happens. If we go, because I am a very, he is a person, we argue in two separate ways. I'm a person who I have to have some space because I have a hard time with this, what we're talking about. And I'm quick to anger and I'm quick to saying the meanest thing I can when well, I Well, yeah, am because angry. I think sometimes people can jump to the expressing before they've recognized, understood, or labeled it. And in my mind, you just hurt me. And so instead of being like, hey, you hurt me. Um, let's talk about that. It's I want to hurt you back. And yeah. I want it to hurt worse. I'm going to be better at it. Yeah. And that's what I do. It's a terrible way to be, honestly. It doesn't help. So now, how I think that I should fix that is I'm like, I'm just going to remove myself. We'll be in two separate spaces because I'm going to say mean things. Let me just go be away from you for six hours or whatever. (laughs) And he can't. He's like, we have to talk. Even if we're going to scream at each other, I want to talk. And I'm like, yeah, no, that really... (laughs) I'm going to say some mean things. Yeah. You don't want to do this with me. For your own safety, I'm going to need you to not speak to me. So I do. I leave. But in that time, I'm like, oh, that motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> like in my head saying this, 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 this. and Or I know what you his- want him to do. And when he doesn't do those things because he doesn't know that you want them done, you're more then angry. I'm g- then I'm going to be even more pissed. Now when I come home and he's like, hey, what's up? I'm like, what? <laughs> what do you mean? What's up? And then you like pull out the filing cabinet full of shit that you had put in there i'm like that's weird because in my mind (laughs) this is what just happened and but in his mind that had not just been happening right it was fully me and he he had had time to actually calm down and think about it and then we could have a conversation but i got more fueled up i actually got more angry by that alone time and i'm like now i'm ready for world (laughs) war on three (laughs) oh it's tough yeah we're all still growing. We're all still learning. I think that's like the biggest thing. I don't care how old you are. I don't care how long you've been living. I don't care how long you've been communicating with people. I don't care how much experience you think you have. We all have room to grow. Yeah. Always. Mm-hmm. So humbling ourselves and being able to catch it when it's our bad or when it's we're interpreting something differently. That happens to me all the time. I'm like, oh, you said what to me? <laughs> well, this is what I think you mean. And then if I would just ask, they'd be like, no, this is what I meant by that. That's what I've had to do with Shane. So something that I do is I, if 
Shane says something and I take it negatively. I think to myself, okay, did he really mean that? Because he loves you. He yes. loves you more than anything in the world. He wouldn't be here if he didn't. He would not. If you're hurting by something he said or did, I think that that's not how he in, he intended. He, he would didn't never want to hurt you. He didn't want to ask him. He's not me. <laughs> <laughs> Give him an opportunity to correct it. Allow him to know that you're feeling hurt because it's okay to be hurt. Yes. And it's so not okay to hurt other people. Right. And so I'll normally go to him and be like, "Hey, when this happened, this is how I felt." Yeah. Is that how you meant me to feel? Yeah, and this is what I took from it. Is right. that what you meant? Right. <laughs> And normally he's like, oh, my God, absolutely not. A lot of times that's exactly what the answer will be. Right. And normally the only reason that I got triggered by it in the first place is because I have an insecurity. Yeah. And it is not his fault that I have these insecurities. It's not his fault that I have these triggers. He might not even know about it. Sometimes I don't even know about it. Exactly. I'm like, bitch. Why'd you get here? (laughs) I truly didn't know that that was going to trigger me, but now I'm fucking pissed. Yeah. Yeah. So that's... Did you, did we cover everything that basically you Yeah, when I was just going to look and then we hit it. So we're, we're pretty good. Oh, good. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think it's just really important that we get back to things that we like to talk about and yeah. something, I know a lot of you guys are here from TikTok. So stoked that you found us through TikTok. Honestly, the best. But what. I like to think that you came here because you thought something was funny on TikTok, but you stayed because you felt seen here. Yeah. And that you, your experiences are valid here. Yeah. And that we are all people who struggle with being people. (laughs) And it's fucking hard. If we can have these talks that even like one part of it is like, oh, damn, That, that clicked. Yeah. That I didn't think of it that way. Right. There were things you told me today that yeah. I was like, oh, I haven't even thought about that. Well, all of that when I when this I saw homework for me. <laughs> that freaking chart. I'm a very visual person. Yeah. And so when I saw that chart and was able to see that my emotions can be scientifically charted, like yeah. mapped, and that by being able to recognize where they are, I can control how long they stay there. Sometimes my feelings, I don't feel like I'm in control of them. Yeah. They feel like they're in control of me. Yeah. And I, it's sometimes gets really, really dark where I'm like, I feel like I'm never going to get out of this. Yep. That's the worst part is when you feel like they have a hold on you and there's no way out of it. Right. You feel trapped in a body and you're like, well, this one sucks. Yeah. Give me a new one. (laughs) Yeah. Mine's broken. I I don't want to. Yeah. I don't. That's how I feel every time I'm in a little depression pit. Mm -hmm. It's very. um, I just feel out of control. That's the the only way that I can say it is Mm -hmm. that I feel completely out of control. And so knowing that there might be ways that I can help myself out of it because there are times now where they I know they're coming I can feel it I see myself getting into the patterns of you know going back into the yeah sad bitch island (laughs) and sailing away to sad bitch island (laughs) yeah but if I can see it coming um kind of like accept those emotions and do like a a Grey's Anatomy binge day yeah. or like lay on the couch and just like chill not lay in bed and absolutely 
berate myself yeah. and be like, you stupid idiot. What is wrong with your brain for being broken? Why can't you just be happy right yeah. now? Instead, I'm just, just like, be happy. You've been it before. And then I'm just like, hey, why don't I turn on Grey's Anatomy so I have a reason to be sad? Yeah. <laughs> it works. Sometimes it does. I know. And I'm like, oh, I know why. And, and sometimes I need that dam to break. Mm-hmm. So I need to start crying. I need to feel. I need mm-hmm. emotions. So you know, it works sometimes. Yeah. I'm still trying to figure it out when I figure it out. I'll let you guys know. <laughs> we'll keep you posted yeah. on our journeys. Yep. But um, let us know. Like, you guys have been so great at interacting with us. Yeah. Please, Please keep doing stop. that. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. Because some of the most powerful messages that we've gotten are from people saying like, I feel normal now. Mm -hmm. I feel understood. Thank you guys for talking about things that I have felt, but couldn't put into words. And all of those, that's great. We love doing that. We want to continue to do that. I want to encourage you guys to do that for each other. Yeah. You've been already so active in the comments and stuff. I'd love the whole point was to try and create a community. And I feel like, we're all here for each other. Yeah. We're all, I feel like we're all at the same party, but we're all standing facing the wall because we're all socially awkward and don't actually want to physically speak to anyone. We're like, I love that we're here right now, but like, don't talk to me. <laughs> I, I see you. Don't fucking come close to me. Yes. <laughs> yes. But you can. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that's all we that's, got for yeah. emotional intelligence. It's mostly just like, taking a minute being aware in with yourself Mm -hmm. always be checking in with yourself and asking where where are these things coming from what's the source feeling a feeling there's probably a reason why there there's most certainly is a reason why (laughs) so find it yeah just in this (laughs) (laughs) yeah threaten it if you need to uh or we will let us know we'll threaten you we'll threaten No, and we will threaten your uh, mental illnesses. It's the least we can do. Stop being fucking mean to my friend. Honestly, I have, I have a friend who does that. Yeah, that's how I feel. Um, okay, so that's, that's all. I have. Yeah. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us. Yeah. Um, and if you want our PO box, let us know. <laughs> we have one. And we've got our our dildo mugs. (laughs) Friggin' loving it. So, um, uh, we're out. Goodbye. Psych, you suckers. (laughs) You thought you were done? Um, Hey, here's the deal. Um, We both had a, like, full-on panic attack and uh, had a very hard time (laughs) trying to... Because I think this is the first, like, serious... Yeah episode that we've recorded since having so many people yeah 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 because the first time we recorded it was kind of like no one's here yeah (laughs) no one knows it still kind of felt like um we were in a shadow a little bit Mm -hmm. and now that that's not the case it's almost like we really don't want to let you guys down we really don't want to disappoint we want to um i don't know be what you came here for yeah (laughs) whatever that is so i think uh we both were kind of feeling a lot of pressure at the beginning of this and um so if it if it was a little weird super sorry <laughs> that's why um but one of the most important things that we wanted, wanted to, to touch on acknowledge yeah and through anxiety forgot is what's going on right now in the south specifically texas louisiana um 
we are thinking of you guys. Yeah. And if anyone out there, like, I don't know if there are like Red Cross fundraisers, whatever's um, going on right now. I don't know if anybody follows AOC on Twitter, but she's been posting a lot of charities. So yeah. they raised over two million already. But Amazing. please, if you can donate, yeah. I intend to. So yeah. Um, those of you who are from Texas and Louisiana and um, all the other states right now who have reached out to us, we are thinking about you guys. We yep. cannot imagine. I was just uh, talking to a friend from Louisiana and she was saying that like um, this was the first. First of all, it was record lows there and yep. they had to wrap, wrap their pipes. They were going to be without water for three days. And I know some of you from Texas were sharing with us, too, that you had no water, no electricity. And and we have seen the videos of, like, the houses collapsing. And, yeah. Um, it's horrible. The fact that not only do some of the southern states have to deal with hurricanes yeah, but and now- tornadoes, um, but now also this horrific snowstorm. Yeah. Um, and, and they're just not prepared for it. it there, yeah, there was no... I mean, there was a warning, but not in near enough time to rebuild houses. Yeah, or to <laughs> structurally get, like, sound um, salt trucks and things that people yeah. need. So right. yeah, right. it's very, it is horrible. Yeah. So we just wanted to let you know that we're thinking of you, and um, our hearts go out to you. And Absolutely. I hate thoughts and prayers because it's like do more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but we, we just, intend to, and yeah, yeah. we just want to let you know that we are we are thinking about you guys. Absolutely. Um, so. Now with that, free Britney 2021. <laughs> For real. I did want to mention her. Well, Louisiana, it kind of ties in. Yeah. yeah. I, I did want to mention Britney Spears. That was another one on my list, and I totally forgot. Um, because this goes along with the whole... Mental health. Mental um, health. Having a breakdown and then being labeled as being crazy. Yes. Not in control of yourself and your yes. finances. Amanda Bynes, I think, is going as yeah. history did very similarly. She has a lot of childhood trauma that she's been coming out with recently, and yeah. it's terrible what happened to them yeah. when they were younger. And I think if people would have paid more attention and not just labeled her as a specific person or um, assumed things about her based on her profession and, and who she was as a performer, um, then she maybe could have gotten the help that she needed or she could have been protected from things that uh, she wasn't protected from. And that was just another example of going back to what we were saying. Yeah. Um, I can't tell you how many times we listen to these episodes and we're like, oh my God. Damn it. <laughs> and another thing. And yeah. so it kind of feels weird that we're back on here saying, and another thing. But it happened before, right when we shut it off. We were like, wait. Yeah. And we felt so weird that we were so weird yeah. the whole time. And it felt like we were anxious, you guys. Yeah. So we talked about it. And we decided we knew what our feelings were. <laughs> and we decided to come back just for another five minutes. Where I dissociated almost the whole time again. <laughs> yeah. Essentially, if you ever um, left someone's house and then like forgot your coat inside. And so you walked back in and then ended up staying for another 25 minutes when you're like, I was already. The car is still on. Yeah. That's basically what's happening right now. So um, we're going to go get in the car now. Yes. So Thank you for hanging out again. Yeah. We are thinking of all of you. Our hearts go out to you. We love you. Um, We will see you next week. All right. Goodbye.
you can start your day off right. When you find a professional on Angie to get your plumbing right first. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Visit Angie.com. You can do this when you Angie that. Why are smart businesses graduating to NetSuite by Oracle? Because NetSuite eliminates the expense of multiple business systems by consolidating your operations together into one. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, and HR into one platform and one source of truth. NetSuite reduces IT costs because it lives in the cloud with no hardware required, so you can access it from anywhere. You cut the cost and headaches of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. Bringing all your major business processes into one platform improves efficiency, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move, so do the math. You'll see how you'll profit with NetSuite, too. And now, by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Just go to netsuite.com slash podcast25 for more information. That's netsuite.com slash podcast25.